Hi guys, welcome to tea at number five. We are the Lit Wallflowers. I'm Wendy Wu. And I'm Tony Rose. We have a super special episode for you today. Um, we said we were going to jump into episode five, but we had to get the plot twist girls involved <laughs> and um, they were able to record a lot sooner than we thought. So um, we do have a fun, fun episode with Megan Lane from Plot Trist. Um, we dropped the bomb on them. They had some time to digest. And um, so we did discuss the possibility of Lady Cowper being Araminta Cowper and the possibility of potentially name changes, character changes. Who knows? But um, join us as we have way too much fun predicting all the wrong things with the plot twist girls. Which we love to do. Yes, we with love. Them. Yeah, absolutely. Meg and Lane are freaking blast. If you're not following them, please follow them at Plot Trists. They are so much fun to talk to, so much fun to interact with. They are on Twitter as well, too. They have almost like two episodes a week, and they're so much fun. I, I, I love them. And they do a really fun game every episode. They do a randomly generated number, and they try to re-summarize the summary with however many words this generator said they can have. So, Which is actually a really fun game. Still wish they did it as the actual game for everyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, some people do it when they post. So you can follow them, and then you can play along with their re-summaries of the summaries in said amount of words. But before we jump into that, we do have a couple buzzy updates. Um, today, the Costume Guilds Award announced their nominees and Bridgerton is nominated for Best Period Costume. And Yay. it's a very stiff competition, but just to even be nominated and recognized is, is freaking amazing. So happy, so proud for Ellen, so proud for John, because they're my friends, we're on first name basis. <laughs> Um, yeah, pretty, pretty stoked about that. We are extremely suspicious something is about to drop, and so maybe we might pop back in midweek next week because, um, they've been super quiet, eerily quiet. (laughs) Their own podcast did not even drop today, and yeah, we've been getting something every week. They dropped on us that they have a iHeartRadio, um, partnership, and they were coming out with their own podcast. Then we got Kate. Then we got um, merchandise. Then we got merchandise. And then we're getting a lot of silence. Yeah. So, you know, we always said the, the quieter they are, the, the, bigger. the, the bigger the news <laughs> is going to be. So maybe we'll get a full staffing list. We do see that Chris Van Dusen and Abby and, and Joy in Europe and all of them are still writing. So whether it's the latter episodes or fine-tuning, not sure, but Chris Van Dusen has been posting pictures of inspiration for today's writing. And maybe he's writing season three because he already wrote season two. Who knows? <laughs> but they are saying that they are still writing. Um, pretty much that's kind of it besides Reggae Jean Page getting casted in yet another Netflix situation with another all-star cast. With yeah. another Chris. With another Chris. <laughs> Uh, that should... So good. That's going to be amazing. Oh my god. The casting in that is so freaking amazing. So really excited for Reggae. But um, the, the chances that he's going to be playing a major role in the next season is looking dimmer and dimmer. Mm-hmm. But, but, but maybe 
all of that is after his recording engagements because supposedly filming was supposed to start on March 1st. Today is the 4th. So by the time you hear this, this is going to be a couple days from now. But supposedly filming already started. So if he's already starting to do all that filming, getting some of the major scenes out of the way, then you know, but there was a couple actors today that posted on Twitter that they were on their way for costume fitting. So how much they have done, whatever they're, before they had to keep super mum about it, but maybe they did tweet about it and we just didn't know because we didn't know who the actors and who the major players were. But yeah, so if they're being more vocal about it, maybe it's for the latter half of the season. Who knows? You yeah. can just wait. Yeah, I mean... I'm sure a huge announcement is coming. They're yeah. they're being eerily, eerily quiet. And this is their MO. This is how they do. And it's going to be something very, so good. Jaw-dropping. So, yeah. so amazing. I We freaking cannot wait. Where we have to text each other, okay, we're meeting today. Yeah, right now. And we're going to record an episode <laughs> today. Can we get Plotris on? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. So Plotris is our, like, go-to girls to talk about Bridgerton. And all of our crazy, as they would say, rank Bridgerton predictions. <laughs> so that's what today's episode is about. So strap in. We have some very spoilery things that we promised that we wouldn't get too spoilery on, but um, we already dropped a couple bombs last week. So we're just following it up with some predictions with plot tries. Come laugh with us. I hope you stay to the end and we love you guys. We'll be back right after our interludes with the plot tries girl. Thanks. Bye. Hey. So we found out all that stuff and in the middle of our episode we're like we need to we need to talk to Megan Lane and then I was like episode coming we haven't even asked yet and then right afterwards I sent you the, the voice message I was like we need to talk. I was like I was like all I was at work. I, and I got it and I was like I take I was like Lane. We got this. I was like just listen. <laughs> She was literally transcribing it to me. I was, I think it was on a meeting and I'm like, not doing that with She was like, texts are flying. I was like, we need to talk. <laughs> so first, okay. Araminta Cowper, what the Love it. Fuck? Love it. Love it so much. <laughs> I, I told Lane, I was like, I'm so happy. Just put all the villains in one family. <laughs> so great. <laughs> we were saying on the podcast we recorded that like they are if they want to keep the previous heroes and heroines relevant, they have to reduce this cast size some way. Yeah. yeah. So I think making Sophie's family, the Coppers is a great way to cut villains in half. That said, it does make me wonder about our speculation in regard to the French seamstress being Sophie. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know that I saw anything there. Mm, yeah. So I like rewatched some of the scenes and then I was just like, okay, so the other thing that T and Strumpets, they said that they read that um, a Bridgerton is not going to end up who they're, end up with the love interest from their book. So I, I was like, okay, either our theory is right. And that's their way of saying that they're not going to do Hyacinth and Gregory or, um, maybe Benedict does end up with Genevieve and they like kind of like changed it a little bit to where she still has a Cinderella story, but her name is not Sophie. It could be that. So Lane had this great idea that I'm in love with actually. <laughs> it's, a, it's not Sophie. It's, it, it, what was his name? Samuel? Samuel, but it's not, that wasn't my idea. <laughs> Reflux. <laughs> 
but and so because it's the earl of whatever you know the sophie was the illegitimate daughter of the marquis or the earl whatever right and so my then i took it and i was like this would be awesome because what if araminta married him and he was like they, they couldn't have a kid so he has no heir and he's like all right well how about i leave my money to my son and you have your daughter marry him so that those money, but then she kicks them out and doesn't just takes all the money. Mm. That's my idea. <laughs> I think that would be a really interesting romance novel. I think there's no way in hell it's happening. <laughs> it's not gonna happen, but I really like my idea. <laughs> so, no, my point to Meg was just like, I'm not gonna freak out about that because that could mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so John, we've already speculated he's actually a Featherington instead of the Scottish Earl. Would that count as not in the book? I just can't see them if they do a romance for all eight of them. I can't see them deviating super far from the essence of the story. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can see names changing. And what the joke I made to make was I could see gender swaps, make it Samuel instead of Sophie. I could see, but I don't, I don't foresee them rewriting the book. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think Anthony's going to end up with a sister of the incomparable. I think Benedict's going to end up with an illegitimate cast off of the aristocracy. I think Penelope and Colin are ending up together. Shock. Yeah. You know, I, I think Hyacinth, not Hyacinth, Francesca Probably. is going to, no, oh, I was going to say Francesca is going to end up with an earl who dies or an aristocrat who dies and then end up with his heir or his relative. Maybe yeah. it's not his cousin. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I can see them fudging with details, but the exact text I sent Meg, I don't know if you guys were really into Harry Potter growing up or even how old you are, but JK Rowling for years and years and years and years and years. said the last word of the last book was going to be scar. And every fan theory for years and years and years had to do with how Harry Scar was playing into the end of the book. And then she went and changed it. It wasn't even the last word of the series. Like they didn't even <laughs> stick to it. But second of all, like the other hint she gave about the way it ended, it, they weren't as big a deal as they seem. So just not who they are in the book could be something as minor as a name change. So yeah. like, I hope it's not. I hope it's exciting. But I'm way more excited about the Cowpers being Sophie's yeah. family. Yes. Yeah. Well, Tessa Dare's theory is that Eloise is going to remain single or a lesbian. So that's Tessa Dare's theory. She was she was on that same episode with T and Strumpets. She said mm -hmm. that either Benedict's going to end up with a guy or Eloise, since she's so much about like being not trying to get married, not trying to get married, anything like that. And then, so they said that in turn, we're going to see a full fleshed out Marina and Sir Philip Crane story. And I was like, I don't yes, know. I don't, I don't like that. I don't want that. I don't, I don't want that at all. Not that I want her to die. Yeah, but like, I will you know, say. She needs to die. <laughs> I hope maybe she doesn't die. Maybe she abandons her family. Maybe she like yeah. leaves. Just runs away. Like in Just the runs away. I mean, the only thing. Better, better than suicide. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. We, we were thinking, if anything, they might do her, like, death at birth kind of thing. Yes, but didn't you say that the leak was that Marina shows up? Yeah, mm -hmm. Marina's in the whole... Uh, well, they said every character is in the next season. And then there was, like, a an extra. She reached out to our Bridgerton podcast and was like, um, I'm this girl. And then it was the girl <laughs> that we all thought it was Edwina. And then I was like, I was like, 
oh hi <laughs> and I was like oh like how, how like trying to like interact so you're way. an extra huh <laughs> and not a secretly early cast main character yeah I was like oh are you gonna be in season two and she's like well we're not allowed to discuss season two right now I was like okay so that's a yes you're gonna be in it <laughs> so that's a so, yes but <laughs> but yeah so I don't know I don't know what's 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 gonna happen but yeah that was Tessa Dare's theory that Eloise is gonna be either single or a lesbian so Maybe it's possible. I just don't. Haven't they said they're doing all eight books, though? Yeah, they, they said they wanted to. I mean, like all for female empowerment, all for female education, all for an LGBTQ storyline. Yeah. Really fucking boring season if it's just Eloise being single for eight episodes. Yeah. That's <laughs> like that's not what the show is about. Yeah, I don't know. That's, what, that's some of the things that they were. I was just like, eh, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I don't think she'll be single. I mean, I would love if she went, if she, well, after if, <laughs> if she her. tried to like infiltrate Oxford or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think there's a way to make her a more academic character than she was in the book without having her not end up with Philip. My only thing though is if Eloise and Philip don't end up together, then he only exists to fake out book readers. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. then there's no need to have Marina and Philip in the story. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, I just reread Romancing Mr. Bridgerton mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> and Penelope says that they have a distant uncle named John. So, the most common name. Yes. But it's a theory. They're like, we don't have any family except a very distant uncle named Uncle John that we know as Uncle John. So, so then do you think Michael wouldn't be a cousin, but rather a best friend? Like, I'm fine. With, like, I don't need them to be biologically related. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. This, the, but that's what I mean by end up with someone different. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So it's his best yeah. friend, Michael, instead of his cousin, Michael. See what we did there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I tell you what, I cannot wait for Francesca's season. I cannot wait for I John know. to die. I know this is terrible, <laughs> but I'm like, it's going to be so good. I'm so excited. I am too, actually. Yeah. It's going to be a great season. I want to cry about it and then be happy at it. Exactly. It's going to be the one where you're like, yes, this is happening. Like, it's going to be really sad, but you're like, oh, uh, you know? Well, in some ways, I think that's going to be the storyline that benefits the most from being a TV show instead of a book, because we'll get to watch yes. a lot of what goes on with John slowly in the background. Like, don't get me wrong, I like the book, and the way Julia Quinn does his abrupt death in the very, very beginning is very cool and well yeah. done. Yeah. But I think getting to extend that courtship, even if it's a background thing, is really going to drive the knife in. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So exactly, our, our theory is that she's going to be the incomparable for Benedict's season. So that way she gets married to John by the end of Benedict's season. Oh, yeah. I'm down. Mm -hmm. That would be great. Well, I think even if you do the beginning, one of the things Meg and I talked about, if you really do want to try to, like, keep the tons smaller, is Benedict and Sophie meeting at Francesca's wedding to John. Yeah, that's right. I remember you saying that. Yeah. Like just, and, and like, it's not that I'm married to that timeline. I just like the idea of them keeping everything as condensed as they can. I really don't want to end up in a situation in season eight where every scene is a who's who of cameos. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My gosh. But oh my, I love that Cresta is potentially Rosamond. Oh, that I, that's like <laughs> stroke of genius. I love it. <laughs> I'm bad at names with the, because, first of all, half of them in romance novels are the same. Nice. But the younger sister. Posey, yeah. Cressida just better not be Posey. 
Oh. Do not give her depth. Oh. No. That's my biggest fear. You No, but that is my biggest fear, that, like, Cressida's going to be posy and it's going to get, like, her scenes about the depth of her character and why she pretends to be mean. I'm not here for it. Yeah. I'm Blaine, not interested. Blaine told me this. I was like, uh, she, there's that one scene with Cressida who, um, and Daphne, and she's like, oh, you know, you you got to do whatever you want and now you have to like take it out on me. And Lily's like, don't make me care about you, Cressida. <laughs> she was like, not yeah. having yeah. it. That's I want her to have one dimension in terms of personality and at least three in terms of hair. <laughs> yeah, I, I still, I, I don't want her to be posy because then she gets saved. I still want Cressida storyline to be completely fully flushed out where where she does the pretend to be a whist- yeah. whistle down later and everything like that. Like Same. I want her to go all. I want her absolutely. to be full villain all the time. So I'm fine Agreed. with Rosamond. I'm just afraid they're going to try to do Posey and give her depth. Not here for it. No. Or maybe they'll just get rid of Posey. Maybe. Yeah. But she, I mean, they her. got they got rid of Nigel Burbrook's brother. They got rid of mm-hmm. Felicity. They, you know, so. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. So. I'm hoping she's. At school somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna see her. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I if she added anything vital in terms of like the actual narrative composition. Not like I liked her in the book. I'm not trying yeah. to like say she's unnecessary, but yeah, I'm just trying to think if you lose anything end. by cutting her. Just the very end where she where they were all in the jail cells and she was one. Like I know where your wedding ring is. I read your will. Like yeah. and all that and. So they could figure a, a way around that. But that was like her most, the biggest Just part, that. like role that she played kind of. Right. And then, and then causing Sophie to punch Araminta because for loving her daughters differently. Cause she loved Rosamond more than Posey. So that was, I mean, that's a lot, but <laughs> I guess they could give that to someone else. A maid maybe can uncover that information mm-hmm. said. Genevieve. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, I overheard you at the dressmaker shop. I mean, I know it's not as controversial as, you know, the rape in The Duke and I, but maybe the mom punching will also have to get toned down. Yeah, yeah. Because of it being mom punching. Yeah, for sure. Um, Do we talk to you about that that moment when the whole Burbrook scene and uh, Varley was like, every Baron has a bastard? Do we talk to you about that? Mm-mm. so the the part where they were kind of like trying to get rid of burbrook yeah and mm-hmm. like gossiping doing what women do to talk and then when the bridgerton housekeeper talked to the featherington housekeeper she was like so every baron has a has a bastard Definitely. and lord featherington is a baron so she just said it like i don't care and and so do you think that felicity is where this the the whole bastard thing comes in it's possible Bastards couldn't have inherited, though. No, I mean they could inherit the money, right? But not the nothing that's entailed. Yeah, right. We've read too many. We're too many romance novels, I think. (laughs) (laughs) But but what if? So if the townhouse was not entailed, they could inherit it, right? And it's not like him being titled actually matters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I guess Hmm. that's, that's interesting where that ends up going. But yeah, she we when we were watching it to like go through the scenes and stuff, she was just very flippant. She was like, "Who cares? Like every ba- every baron has a bastard." Yeah, and like whoa, they might use that. Yeah, I wonder if that wouldn't more be a hint though. Like the bastard doesn't have to be male. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So it could be a hint at something they're going to do with Benedict's storyline or yeah. or some later down the line, Gregory, like, yeah. Can. <laughs> or Hyacinth. Yeah, they're, 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 he was a be- Baron's bastard, wasn't he? Gareth? Hyacinth, Gareth, yeah. yes. I think the question overall, though, is how much do we really believe the eight seasons are planned out? Like, beyond the structure of the books, that obviously gives it a general form. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of every, especially anything beyond season two and three is really speculative at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, just because they can still change their mind and like we'd never know. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. True. I felt they they laid a lot of groundwork all the way through like to to book five if Sir Philip does end up with Eloise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But, as you've mentioned before, some of the lines from the other books are already being used. Like the burn for you is actually Anthony. Mm-hmm. Um, Eloise says Penelope's line. Colin telling Penelope, she's like, you'd like Italy. I think Venice, you would like, really like Venice. The prince says that to Daphne. So all of those lines are already like thrown in there. So it'd be really interesting how they, they try to figure that out later. I wonder how likely they thought this being continued would be. I feel like they had hopes you know like they were like maybe yeah. but then they, they had were, to set it up like yeah. you have to and i think that's why they had to reveal penelope as lady whistle down just in case and sure. um and then they took all like the best lines from the whole like first five books mm-hmm. and threw it in or, or at least the first four and threw it into well that's just it like they laid so much groundwork for anthony benedict like you said, Sir Philip being introduced, but then they crammed all the best lines. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think exactly. the dad's death is going to be a way bigger deal than it was in the book. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, I mean it's it's crazy because like there's bees like everywhere, like it like all over the the home. It's on Benedict's collar, Eloise's hair, like so like Eloise has a brooch too. Yeah, yeah, like just super leaning into that. So we'll see. I, I think they're going to probably maybe keep the same format because every prologue in all of the books are really just devastating so i think probably <laughs> episode two episode two of like every season. yeah of every season With is season. gonna kill us but yeah i don't know what do you feel about um the casting of kate oh i'm very excited so i have all i know is that she and her sister are both indian british yes I haven't actually seen the person. Oh, you <laughs> no, I'm very bad at staying up on these things. <laughs> In fact, I only realized she'd been Kate. She'd been cast as Kate when Meg reblogged the two of you on <laughs> Blotris Instagram. <laughs> no, I was like, wait, that's something right. <laughs> yeah, so I'm very excited for us, but also I'm going to see what she looks like right now. Give me a second. Oh, she's so cute. Yeah, she's no. beautiful. And then um they haven't announced no. Edwina yet, right? No, and I guess like after they they didn't like that she got her name changed to Sharma. Um then Who's they? The just as fans, people. They oh. didn't like that it went from Sheffield to Sharma. Then they were like, Where's Edwina? Where's Edwina? Where's Edwina? Mm-hmm. So but they've been very like the whole Bridgerton across the board has been very silent. So we think a big announcement. The podcast didn't even come out today. I think that like um, they're preparing something big's coming. Yeah. I, yeah. S- I just want a. I just want our theory to be right and the Sterlings get cast. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's the one thing. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I'm wondering if there's any way 
to come like we've talked about how the Sterlings might be the Featheringtons. And didn't you talk about how Kate and Marina are from the same town? Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think how that could be tied in. I think that maybe when Marina goes back and they're already friends kind of thing. And then she tells her about her season in London and that's how they hear about how terrible Anthony is. Mm. Um, like that, but mm. yeah, like, cause Kate was just so like, he's a rake, he's a rake, he's a rake, but like it was all from Whistledown. So now mm. if they make it to where someone that she grew up with told her, it would be even more potent, you know? That's true. Especially because we end the season with him thinking about marriage. So he's probably going to kind of tone down too. Does that yeah. make sense? And then the only way she's going to know that he was a full on rake or the worst rake is from stories. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I think that. <laughs> I, I think do that too. Marina's going to be like, <laughs> let me tell you about the Featheringtons. Let me tell you about the Bridgertons who lived across the street. And yeah. You know, so like oh, cause she can be like, I almost married a Bridgerton. Yeah, yeah, that's so. true. And Anthony stopped me from marrying him. Yeah, and he I was mean, the worst at dinner, like just yeah. all things like that. So like she's just gonna have all these things because they were bosom friends. <laughs> 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 It'll be really interesting to see, you know, because Kate and Anthony are basically the same humans. That's why they. Like, right? Because they were both being really overprotective about family. They both have a a quote unquote irrational fear. And, you know, so, and so we'll see. I'm excited. Yeah. See, this is the thing. I like their book so much. I don't mind that certain things were given to, you know, the Duke and I. Because you have Paul Mall, you have them fighting in general. Palmall. I want a whole episode of Palmall. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it needs to be titled Palmall. Or the, I will accept the black mallet. Yes. Mallet, or mallet of death. death. Yeah. I will accept <laughs> some derivation right. of that episode name. <laughs> Maybe that'll be the second thing we get, right? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and I know that uh, like a lot of people really want more of reggae, but I don't think it's happening. Mm-hmm. He's he signed on to two movie projects already. Because people have been DMing us about it, and we're like, look, at the very least, he's in Paul Mall. At the very least, I think there's going to be another sex scene. Oh, yeah. With at him and Daddy, for sure. Yeah. He plays a very big part in Colin and Penelope's ending of the story. So, like, he'll at least be back for season four. I was like, it's a little rough after that. <laughs> if you guys want more reggae, it's a little rough after that. So. This is one of those things like I wish we could get our hands on the contracts because this was the whole thing with Downton, right? Everybody only signed on for three seasons and that's why they had to quickly kill off like half the cast Mm -hmm. because they didn't even have clauses about coming back beyond the third season for like appearances. Like I really wish we could see like, did they say you're a starring role in season one and then you're a like supporting role in the next seven or did they only contract him for like three like i'd be these details exist if yeah. only we were like <laughs> <Pervy thieves>. yeah <laughs> yeah you're thinking oh if only we were allowed i'm thinking if only we could steal it yeah <laughs> there's that too. I, i'm wondering where i could like research it right now mm-hmm. you know what i'm there's sure the, the, the brazilian fan accounts <laughs> which know everything which found that leak in the first place they're they're gonna throw it out there they're, they're gonna let us know <laughs> one day i'm interested to see that too no. Well, Daphne's around in book three, but not Simon. 
Because in like later, it's more like with Gregory's, it's not even the Duke and I, it's more mm-hmm. Anthony. It's only and Anthony Kate. and Colin. Colin oh. in the tree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A shell of Colin, as you guys say, in the tree with him. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, but those details I'm way less worried about. Like, Daphne and Simon's whole book basically happens at his estate around no one. And that happened for half an episode and they got them back to London. So those are the details that I'm pretty confident they're going to be willing to change. Like, I don't think very much of this series is going to happen outside of London at all. Yeah. Yeah. I think you mentioned it before, too. They're going to try everything to keep the Bridgerton family together more Mm -hmm. like than the books were. So mm-hmm. London, Aubrey Hall. Aubrey Hall, maybe next season yeah. for Paul Mall. I mean, if <laughs> next yeah. season for Paul Mall, yeah. There too, there's a lot, then it works with the whole pandemic thing. Mm. That makes sense. You don't have to. Mm, uh, hopefully, yeah. but it's probably not. true. You can uh, get it out <laughs> at the end of the year. They're like, quick, change the script. The <laughs> whole thing is at a house party. Yeah, it's a big, long house party. <laughs> <laughs> I am in. <laughs> they, they could put in two Paul Mossy. <laughs> right. At one you play Paul Mossy every single I day of this house party. Love no it. One. Okay, Kick off the season with the ball. Benedict, meet Sophie at this ball. Then they go to a house party. She's secretly a maid in the background the whole time and he doesn't notice. <laughs> Meanwhile, Anthony is trying to seduce Sabrina but falling in love with Kate. I am ready. <laughs> I will help them write this. And of course, of course, Daphne and Simon are there too because they yeah. were invited. They're in a house party. That's true. That's a way to keep them all together is that mm-hmm. they're in this like, whole... Like, and then they party. have to like run off and make out in the library, obviously. Yeah. Imperative. Yeah. <laughs> My secret deepest, darkest, worst fear is that a Bridgerton doesn't end up with who they do in the book means Colin and Penn. <laughs> That's the only thing they could do that would really throw a wrench in it. <laughs> <laughs> they would never do that. She has her own characterization already. She does. I don't think so. I mean, our friend, so we, our friend who. I don't who, think this is right. But yeah. it's no our, our friend who hasn't read anything, who is she doesn't follow anything. Um, she watched this like totally cold. She was like, obviously they're setting up Penn and Colin. And I was like, there you go. Yeah. That's what we said. We're going to watch three to four seasons of Pining, mm-hmm. which, is, which is awesome. While we were, re- I was rereading <laughs> um, Romancing Mr. Bridgerton and like when Colin was like, well, because of Whistledown, everyone thinks I'm an empty headed charmer. And I was like, oh, maybe that's why they like what Lane said. <laughs> like he was so stupid in season one. <laughs> It works because first of all, that is a we opinion, not a me. Opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, because maybe they're just leaning into that a, a, a lot of it. Is that, that he's an empty-headed charmer? But we'll see. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll a lot to say about that, but I don't think that's the point of this episode. <laughs> We'll see. I don't have anything more cogent to say. (laughs) I'm really excited to see, one, what all of the backstory with the opera singer does to change Anthony's season, which I know we talked about at length. But I also, like, I don't know how you guys felt about the end of Viscount, who loved me especially, but I didn't love the way the Bridgertons, Violet included, 
came off in the end of Viscount Who Loved Me. So like, that's the one where I am most excited to see what changes the TV show makes. Yeah. And I think you have to lay a lot of that groundwork. The Anthony's? No, an offer for the Benedict book. Thank you. Yeah. I was like, wait, no, I was like, Violet was fine in that one. (laughs) No, I think the ending of Offer from a Gentleman is going to have to be changed in a lot of ways for TV in 2020, whatever, and whenever it comes out. Yeah. So I think they're going to have to lay a lot of that groundwork in this season, and I'm excited to see how they do it because the backstories and the groundwork for future seasons are what I think you arguably could say they did best. I yeah. agree, yeah. Mm-hmm. In du- Duke and I, so I'm excited to see how that progresses. I mean, if you're casting Aramanthia as Cressida's mom, you're already doing God. it. I, like, freaked out. I can't. I still can't believe that. That's so good. That Even if it wasn't real, that's even still good. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta find it. I gotta see where it was. But, yeah. Aramanthia. If it's not real, if it's a fan leak, then, like, hey, writers, fix it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was a good idea. Really good idea. Yeah. Didn't yeah. some who speculated that Marina and Eloise are ending up together? <laughs> I mean, you know what? It might be it might Tessa Dare is so strong. I was gonna say you like, say it was Tessa Dare. <laughs> yeah, she's so like Eloise is gonna end up a lesbian. Like, I have one thing that I think supports that theory. I don't actually think it's gonna happen, but I think it's worth noting. As you guys know, in the books, Marina is a Bridgerton cousin. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they did make a big deal out of changing her to a Featherington cousin. So at least if that happens, it's not incest. True. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Checkmate. So. Checkmate. Wait, wait, wait. So Marina was going to go for Colin, but then she's like, now nah, I like your sister instead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I d- need to figure out, if not Sophie... Then who is Genevieve? Yeah. She does seem to play a little bit of an extra role. Yeah. I don't know. My theory, I, I'm still I'm still with that because... With Genevieve and Benedict? That Genevieve. Genevieve I, I really love because, that. Because um, also that she is related to the Cowpers because mm-hmm. she made a very pointed comment to Sienna when, remember, she's like, not even my finest silks can hide her sneer. You know, mm-hmm. so I was just like... I feel like, I don't know, I feel like that was, like, all done super intentionally and that she leaves at the end of every season because the Cowpers leave London and go wherever they go. France. Yeah, so that's what I I think. But And we mentioned this before, even the way that she talks to fans and stuff, right? She's like, Benedict ends up with his true love, Sophie Beckett. So, But I I really (laughs) like... Sophie's and Benedict's story, like you guys know Benedict's not her fave, but Sophie's really depressing to me. Like she's so kicked and trodden on and such sort of a wet noodle. Yeah. That I love the idea of her having a little more gusto. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And and I know that like biggest thing as well too is a lot of people didn't like that he consistently was like, be my mistress, be my mistress. So solving that by making her already his mistress you know mm-hmm. Ooh, i like that and i hadn't even thought of that <laughs> <laughs> you know just, like he's no longer asking every 45 yeah. seconds or like i've conned you into this or whatever she's been his mistress already so yeah that's why i i that's why i'm i'm team genevieve but we'll see i would love it i would really like that yeah so and it's also a very romance novel right that he's got like one love and she's like the only one ever right yes one of the biggest problems will be to reinstate who she actually is 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But that's what episode two is, right? Backstory. (laughs) (laughs) And then what if she just doesn't like come back from this? Like, you know, she left to France and then she's gone. And now Benedict Mm -hmm. is like searching for her this whole time. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm just going through the mental chess of what I feel like is going to make great TV and what they don't want to give up. Like, I don't think they want to give up the masked ball where Benedict gets seduced. Yeah. So the question is, like, does he not know she's Genevieve there? Like, how do they pull that off? They reverse it. So he ends up looking for Genevieve or whoever, right? And Mm -hmm. then he has this connection with this, like, masked chick who ends up being Genevieve. So she like escapes for a night and does, you know, goes to the ball. So he falls in love at first sight, doesn't recognize her as his former lover, and then also doesn't recognize her again when he sees well, yeah, her because in other capacities, or she goes back to being his former lover. Uh, well, okay. So the whole time he's been with her, she's had a, a French accent, right? No. Like when they're at the party, she drops it. Okay. She drops it around him. Yeah. Because I was going to say that would be, if he doesn't know, then that would be good if it's the first time, but. Because when she first sees him, she's like, are you lost, Bridgerton? She, she says it in, like, an English accent. We'll see how they, if she is, how they would flip that around. Like, well, we apparently, according way. to the books, she cuts her hair and he's he doesn't know who she is, so. I mean, that's the thing, too, you know. <laughs> Maybe because he's besides himself. He gets, like, super drunk. He's like, I don't know who this lady is, but I love her. The, the, from the, from yeah, the in the future, the future one. Or yeah. you could just be like, wow, you're so refined and you're part of the ton. You yeah. remind me so much of Genevieve, but you can't be her because she's, she's so lower class. Yeah, she's a modiste. Yeah. So kind of just playing along with that. And then she, he's looking for this high class woman while he was, he's already been sleeping with her. Right. Still sleeping with her. <laughs> and then he's like telling her, oh, I fell in love with this person and I can't find her and I want to marry her. And finally <laughs> she's like, it's me, you idiot. Well, and like we talked about, I think, in one of our earlier episodes, like thematically, this season was very much about women being kept intentionally sexually ignorant before marriage. And season two is already being set up to be about the different way men of the time approached women with Anthony seeking a wife and Benedict seeking a mistress. Yeah. Like, it looks like that's going to be a through line. And so I would love it. Like, if, if this is really season three, which, like, we're probably wrong, but I sort of love what her as the modiste, the girl at the ball, the beleaguered servant, and the Earl's daughter would say about class conflict. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In terms of, like, underlying social commentary. Yeah. I'm definitely excited. I'm yeah, ready for it. Oh, me too. It just needs to come out already. <laughs> the fact that we haven't even started filming yet drives me bonkers. I just give us the cast. I just want the cast yeah. at this point. I want I want them to give do that whole like profile thing that they did of like like who who everyone yes. is and who they are in, in this society. Including yes. including Newton. Including yeah. the <laughs> Sterlings. <laughs> or they could just like, who are these who are these two young men who yeah. were so burst yeah. upon the scene? <laughs> and I think they're gonna try to confuse us again because it's gonna be like distant Featherington cousin and people are gonna be like, Who the heck is that? But yes. The people that have read it is gonna be like, Oh. <laughs> wouldn't it be funny if they were like john the distant cousin and people yeah. were like wait there is a distant cousin named john what <laughs> i'm just gonna call him lord something and then a distant cousin of the featheringtons 
Yes. Uh, distant uncle or something like that. Is everyone going to be a distant relative of the Featherington? Yeah, well, Elaine kind of brought it up, right? Like, to, we think that they're going to find a way to continuously put the Bridgertons and Featheringtons together. So, yeah. I think Marina was a but, fake distant cousin, though. It was uh, someone he owed debt to. So he just, like, made it up. Oh, yeah. So I like that. I like that otherwise, idea. Otherwise, that. Marina's father is going to potentially inherit. Know, inherit, which will put Marina and fill it back in the thing the spotlight which is what some people want so yeah yeah uh, i mean it wouldn't separate everyone because then in their book eloise and philip they're like in the country yeah yeah and if they want to no. keep everybody together i guess I just Lee and i were talking about this i just don't want to see like an unhappy marriage between marina and i Philip. don't i don't either and i think that's why people were like saying that they would rather if they're gonna have screen time for them to actually like fall in love and be happy together but and then she I dies <laughs> i just once again the show is called bridgerton yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but there is a love pairing that a bridgerton is not in i don't care <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I stand with that too. But when we find out more stuff, we'll we'll definitely touch base with you guys. Oh, just let us know. You know, we're always good for some <laughs> yeah. speculation. All right. Well, thank you guys. We'll be in touch if anything. <laughs> okay. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. 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 guys thank you for joining us on this super fun episode with plot trust um once again if you're not following them please follow at plot trust on instagram and twitter um if you're not following us we are at bridgerton 2000 on twitter facebook and instagram if you'd like to email us bridgerton 2000 at gmail.com um we've been getting some voice memos lately and that's been really fun and um, I wish I knew how to send one back, but <laughs> I really appreciate it. We were like, we, we want to hear you. Yeah, we love hearing from you, hearing where you're from, and discussing rank theories with you guys. <laughs> so um, we love you guys so much. Uh, hopefully, by the time we talk again, we have some big, major, major news. Uh, I just have a feeling it's coming. Send us your rank Bridgerton theories. <laughs> we love them. We love them so, so much. We don't know what's coming, and that's the beauty of it. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>